0: Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there again, and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode number 120, entitled F is for Forms. It was published on Thursday, the 11th of March, 2021. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and a few bits of very short housekeeping, as we always do, just before we begin. Head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. That's a page on our website which enables you to keep in touch with all of the content that we produce in the WordPress space each and every week, and it's quite a bit. For example, you're listening to the Thursday podcast episode. Then on a Monday, we do our This Week in WordPress Live, where I'm joined by Paul Lacey and some notable WordPress guests to talk about the last week's WordPress news. It's very fun you can find that at wpbuilds.com forward slash live but getting back to that subscribe page over there you can find links to subscribe to our youtube channel to our facebook group and also to get us in your podcast player so that's wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe Another page to look out for would be WPBuilds.com forward slash deals. I keep saying it's a bit like Black Friday, but every day of the week, it's there 365 days of the year. And so far, the links have never expired. So if you've got something that you would like to look for, you can search and filter over there and perhaps find a significant discount off a WordPress product. Also, WPBuilds.com forward slash advertise if, like the following companies, you would like to get your message out to a WordPress specific audience. The WP Builds podcast is sponsored by Cloudways. Cloudways is a managed cloud hosting platform that ensures simplicity, performance, and security. It offers cloud servers from 5 different cloud providers that you can manage through its intuitive platform. Some of the features include 24/7 support, free migrations, and a dedicated firewall and A/B split test. Do you want to set up your A-B split tests in record time, like in a couple of minutes? Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. The best part is it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. Check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. Okay, as I said at the top of the show, today's episode is entitled F is for Forms. David Wormsley and I, as we do every other week, we're going through the alphabet one letter at a time, and we're obviously on to F. We're today talking about forms. I would imagine that on just about every website you've ever built, there's been some kind of form component. It takes something static into something slightly interactive. Well, in the WordPress space, we are spoilt for choice. There are so many different options that you could look at. And in the podcast today, we talk about those. We also talk about the different situations in which you might use forms. And actually there's a lot more than you might imagine. So from taking contact details to adding users to taking payments and so on, there's absolutely loads that we can use forms for. You've probably got your preferred form plugin of choice. Maybe we differ in that regard. But anyway, it's an interesting chat all about forms today. I hope that you enjoy it. Hello, this is another chat in our series called
1: A to Z of WordPress, where we attempt to cover all the major aspects of building and maintaining sites with WordPress, and today it is F F4 Forms. Nathan, you're excited about
0: this one. Yeah, honestly, I really like forms. I don't know what it is. (laughs) I do. I really like them. I like the fact that, I mean, they were the first thing that I got into when I got into WordPress. And there was such a marked difference between what was available in Drupal, which was my CMS of choice. Mm. And then I came over to the WordPress space and things were so much better you know, gravity forms had hit the ground and probably had a couple of years under its belt already. And just the drag and drop nature of it all was fabulous. And the possibilities and the connections that could be made to external services and all that. And also, it's, it's pretty much one of the only ways, I think, that you can really mm. kind of have an interactive element on your website. So it kind of connects you to other people and I still to this day, get excited when a contact form uh, it's filled out and it comes into my inbox. <laughs> I think I would just be happier,
1: probably with HTML sites where it said on the contact page, please contact me on Acme website services at hotmail.com. Yes, <laughs> you know? yes, yes. I think I'd be happy with that. Just exclude all the, because there's a lot of, you know, they are wonderful forms. and And there was a time, I think, when I got into website building, it was, I don't know if this is still true these days, but the, the idea is that you did need to have a form back in those HTML days because you couldn't really expect people to launch from their from the website their email client. So you would need a form a way of them contacting you. which yeah. didn't rely on them having software. Yeah, I
0: wonder if that's true these days. I, I would imagine that just every single device is it has got some way of default opening yeah. of email. I suppose the problem that goes with that is the um, is the abuse of it. You know. I remember all sorts of clever JavaScript ways of trying to mask an email address so that it couldn't be clicked on by robots. My my suspicion is um, that as that has um, as forms have taken over, probably the spam filters in things like Gmail are so good these days that you probably wouldn't need to worry too much about it. But I do think it's nice. Obviously, with an email, you've got a blank canvas, and you aren't you aren't in any way able to steer or shape what it is that you want somebody to tell you. Whereas with a form, you can really be very specific. You can get them to fill out a particular form with particular data, you know, choose different options. Whereas email it's very open ended and you might not get anything that you need. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, for sure, it's a big thing in WordPress because on the repository, when you kind of look at the most popular plugins, it is contact seven. Um, which is the kind of top plugin out there? So Contact the Form popular. Seven, yeah, that's really yeah.
0: popular, isn't it? There's millions and millions and millions of of, um, yeah. of downloads. Actually, they had a vulnerability a few weeks ago, and it really brought into stark relief how the how important it is to keep that plugin updated. Because with a with a plugin with millions of installs, if there's a vulnerability, then that can be really serious.
1: Yeah, and I think that um, plugin itself is used. I would guess mostly, I've never used it, but uh, I, I think it's just for those kind of simple forms on a WordPress site where people are not building professionally. I mean, have you ever used Contact 7 on a, on a professional build?
0: No, um, like I said, when I've, as soon as I got into WordPress, the, the, the thing that everybody was talking about, was Gravity Forms, and so I just yeah. went with that, and really never looked back. And it's only and very recently that I've even my eyes have even wandered to other different options. I was so impressed with everything that could be done, and remember, this was in a day when virtually nothing was drag and droppable, and the, the, it was so beguiled by the fact that you could drag <laughs> fields in.
1: And although <laughs> by
0: today's modern page building standards, that old interface is getting a bit tired. In in its day, it was a complete revolution. You know, you could reorder um, form fields, drag different form fields in. There was obviously a whole slew of different form fields: check boxes, radio boxes, text areas, emails. All of this, and all of the tricky stuff when when you had to build this with HTML, PHP, and so on. That was all a nightmare yeah. to put together. And suddenly, I could do it without thinking. It was great. Yeah,
1: and I. Yeah, it's probably one of the, the longest plugins that I've had, the longest standing plugin. Um, I mean, I missed out. It's been around for over 11 years now. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. It even had a lifetime deal when it uh, came out. Some uh, people missed out on well. that. Yeah. So, um, but I did. I did play around a little bit. I remember, I think the first time I was fiddling around with WordPress, I there was C Forms. I think that's what it was called mm. around at the time. And I think that was about all that was available in the early days of WordPress. But, uh, I, th- you know, it's died. I think there was a, a C Forms version 2 came out. And I think it's still around, kept for prosperity. <laughs> it's it's kind of like a museum of old plugins for yes. WordPress. It's kind of yes. kept around. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's really my experience when I got serious was gravity forms. But, you know, this is the thing, isn't it? We're talking about kind of the simple form entry that most people need, but there is a whole bunch of other things which we come to rely on now and what forms take care
0: of for us, things yeah, like I th- I think, payments. I think now, sorry, just just mm. going into that for one second. The I think now when you go to look at these different form solutions, and we'll get on to what different rival mm. products there are, You really are presented with a barrage of different choices and different capabilities and the amazing plethora of things that it can do. My suspicion is that most people probably do only need something like Contact Form 7, a very simple, Mm. I need a a name, please, an email address, and a message box, and then Mm. a submit button, and then some kind of check to make sure those either have been filled out or filled out correctly. Um, but now, you know, the sales pitch is all of the different things that you can do. So, sorry, I've interrupted, but hopefully that'll lead you back into what (laughs) what different things you can do with forms.
1: Yeah, well, we kind of made a list, didn't we, together, and that was taking payments is a a big thing. I think most of the commercial offerings allow you some way to connect up to something like Stripe or PayPal. Yep. Um, We've got Subscribing to email lists, obviously, a big thing. Yep. Um. So those connections to all of those different services, like Mailchimp, etc. Um, adding content to sites. This is something that you do, I believe.
0: Yeah, you I do have done. Yeah, WP builds. I've um, I've done it to. So, for example, when people submit their deal for the 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 Black Friday page, I created mm. a form which just asked for everything that I needed, and then it created a pending, I uh, set it to pending, a pending post so that I could then go in and make sure it was actually what what I wanted. But, you know, you can do everything. You could fill out the title of the post, any custom fields, the, the solution that I had mapped to ACF fields, so that was quite nice, including date fields, and also mm. it would set the featured image for you and the categories for the post, everything. So it was, it was wonderful. Um, and it just yeah. makes that job of collecting specific types of content Really easy, and there's a whole bunch of form solutions that will do this.
1: Yeah, I think that's when it gets really exciting. You added adding users is something you can do. I'm trying to think where you might use that.
0: Yeah, I guess if you want to, if if you want to subscribe people, let's say to a membership site or something, and the WordPress default option of basically username and email address and a password is not enough. You know, you might need to get some more data about. I don't know um, where they live, or date of birth, or something. You can you can create all of those different connections as well. So you can add add more complex users than the regular WordPress users. Yes, I'm forgetting that actually. I, I've had I've needed to do that. I have
1: built my own membership thing, and actually it was a Gravity Forms add-on that did registration, and yeah. it was used for that. Yeah. So yeah. um, sending and receiving files, it can be used for that, um, and. That I put here as well. Ah,
0: send in support questions as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So acting a bit like a support support system. Yeah, that's a that's a really useful thing. The one thing I would say is, I had a really interesting experience with this recently. In that I built a form. I won't go into the details, but it was it was on a personal site, and and I needed to share the form with a bunch of my actual sort of real world friends, people that live in in the vicinity of where I am. Mm-hmm. And I was really surprised by their response. So I probably sent this to about 30 people and there were about six different fields. And about half of those people who responded just sent me an email saying, we're not as tech savvy as you. Can we just send it as an email? And the thing which tripped them up was uploading an image. I mean, it was a simple <laughs> upload field, but they, they're they so wedded to the the fact that they can do this off their phone now. It was just easier for them to to send it as an email so that was a surprise to me even though I figure that these that the complexity that you can create in forms is brilliant I love that just it was a salutary reminder to me that actually some of the complexity that we add in even the basic things are not what people are comfortable with they would rather use email they're you know fall back on familiar things and so I often find myself creating complicated forms and then I it really did wake me up to think, well, I wonder wonder how many people just get a quarter of the way through this and think, oh, forget it. I can't be (laughs) bothered. So just a bit of a warning, really.
1: Yeah, I've read a lot. I mean, we were talking about this earlier and I was saying that when I got into website building I was reading things like Smashing Magazine Mm -hmm. and there was lots of articles all the time about forms and conversion and how to make forms more accessible how to kind of reward the users when they're filling in forms to reduce the number of fields of course because that you know when people see a form it seems like hard work so they try and avoid it so you try and you know hide and reveal stuff so things are dynamic so they appear so it looks like a simple form they start off with but things that I just don't see in WordPress plugins are the things that used to be featured in these kind of articles that I saw where there'd be nice interactions. So if you typed in correctly a standard email address, it, it recognized the characters were correct. it give you a nice little tick box that would appear to encourage you to move along. Yeah. And I see, rarely do I see anything like that in the WordPress forms by default. There's nothing that kind of encourages you to move along. So I'm surprised. I wonder whether I'm out of touch with this kind of stuff, whether yeah. it's not
0: important. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. The the only the only way that I've ever achieved anything like that is I've I've, for example, I've hidden the submit mm. button with some conditional mm. logic. Probably it wasn't mm. gravity forms, such that you had to complete the form or at least complete the mandatory fields before the submit button would appear. And then kind of it occurred to me that was just a bit pointless because, you know they would submit it and it would fail anyway and hiding the submit button probably just sent the message that oh there's something wrong with this form it's broken there isn't a submit button <laughs> so i was trying to be a trying to be a little bit clever but i know exactly what you mean you sign up for saas services and very often the, the mere completion correctly of a field gives you mm. some visual feedback to say yep well done yeah. you're on to the next step and it is it's quite a nice little feature it's not adding a lot but it also at the same time it's it's just sort of pushing you through the hoops and encouraging you to go and again i think you're right i don't i I can't think of anything like that in the wordpress space no doubt there is and we'll be told oh good grief yeah you can do it (laughs) with this that and the other but i don't know of anything yeah Yeah.
1: should we talk a bit about the responsibilities that come with forms because i don't think anyone new to wordpress certainly not me was kind of aware of what we have to deal with, with forms. There's accessibility yep. these days, of course. And, you know, it's a, a key part. I mean, I think Gravity Forms is doing a new update where I see they've got an accessibility expert in to check over the stuff and then needing to make changes. And this is a forms plugin that's been around for 11 years.
0: Yeah. So Well, there's, there's know, all uh, sorts tied up in this, isn't there? So there's, you know, tabbing between different form yeah. fields correctly, but also the what the screen reader sees each time and my suspicion would be that in many cases it's probably reading something out that is of no consequence to the, the user. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, it might be reading out your at email which is the bit that's pre-filled inside the field itself, whereas actually it should it should be reading out what's your email address. And yeah. and I watched a talk at uh, Wordfest recently about about accessibility and this was one of the things that came up was the the, the, the nature of Correctly um, signifying what form fields are doing because it's all very well if it's visual, might be really Mm. obvious on the page. But if you're, excuse me, not able to see that page, we have to go to the extra lengths of making sure that it's obvious. And I think a lot of that stuff is is hidden from view with WordPress forms. You know, to my knowledge, there isn't too many ways of making sure that content is correct. You've just got to presumably assume that that the form has been built in the correct way. But I, I don't know if that's true. No. Nice to see that Gravity Forms are taking that one on.
1: Yeah, well, there's interesting things, even like in the markup. I mean, I know the change in the CSS, which we would expect to change for layouts, but there's even the markup. So for its whole history, the forms have been list items, but that's going to change right. for accessibility. So, okay. you know, stuff that I don't understand there. But, but also let's move on to the next one, which is security this as is well. This is the big one, yeah. Yeah, it is because it's another route into your WordPress install, isn't it? And um, you know, there's probably the type of plugin that's most likely to have vulnerabilities, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. but certainly, what we were talking about, contact form seven, it's it's one of those where you know there's no nobody's making money off it, so. You know, whose responsibility is it to ensure that the, there is the security there?
0: Yeah, there was a breach, um, or a, there was a pr- problem with the plugin, like, as we said a few months ago, mm-hmm. and um, and it really does affect a lot of people. And and being able to inject, I don't know, upload a file, for example, or just inject some string of um, mm-hmm. code which shouldn't be shouldn't be uh, passed by the server you there's an awful lot at stake here, and obviously the 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 more mature they get and the more popular they get the, the bigger the attack vector so you've got to imagine that if you're a if you're a hacker, figuring out a vulnerability in something like gravity forms is a huge win because yes. not only is WordPress massive but significant number of people are using well let's say contact form seven or gravity forms any of the others mm. if you figure something out. You can probably have quite a, a royal time of it for a while until you know it's discovered, because yeah. it's so big yeah. and you know so many people with this with this form uploaded as a plugin. I think Contact Form Seven is is quite tricky because
1: to get a really good experience with it, mostly you need some add-ons, which are created by another third party. Yeah. So you can, um, I think moving on to maybe one of the other points, which is data protection now, which goes with forms in order to, you know, a lot of people might want to have an add-on for something like, contact form seven which will allow you to store the entries in your database but again this is another thing which over recent years we've had to change haven't we those Mm. plugins that have done that for you most of the commercial ones will do that for you now have to put in place
0: something which will also automatically delete that content as well yeah there's a huge responsibility here you know if you are collecting anything really anything then under GDPR, there's 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 questions to be answered. So I've now had it that most every form that I create expunges the data as soon as it's successfully delivered the email. Now, I have no idea how that's achieved, you know, whether it is literally mm-hmm. instantaneous or if it's, you know, the next time a certain cron task run. So it might be 20 minutes or an hour or two hours. I don't know. But I'm just relying on the plugin to do that. Um, and... I just don't want that data sitting around on my server because it's just not a good idea. Yeah. No, I've put hours on just
1: for I think because I've the the information we're gathering is pretty safe where well, I think I've got it six months to clear out okay. but of course it's a bit it's a bit longer than that because I, I think I uh, I write to the effect that it's deleted after a year. I set it so it's six months because I know that I'm also saving copies yeah. <laughs> of these sites onto another server so that information is still around somewhere but yeah.
0: Well, so you, you, you just moved your GDPR responsibility to a different place there, haven't you? It's quite, you know, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're still retaining that data, even though it's over there. You've well, still it is got something it, to yeah. think about, isn't yeah, it? it is. know, I mean, I, I set it up and cleared it up and set it
1: for a year and initially, which is what we wrote in our privacy policies, that you would clear it. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I keep a whole load of backups for at least six, right. for exactly. maybe
0: three months at least, yeah. Yeah. But uh, big, uh, big thing, you know, big data protection, I think, is, is the, the key thing for form plugins over the last period, the ability to expunge things. Also, I don't really have much insight into the way that that data is held in the database. So, for example, if I'm using, let's say, Contact Form 7 or Gravity Forms or one of the many solutions we'll highlight in a minute, I don't know if the email address field is in any way encrypted. My guess is it's probably not. It's probably just in plain text in the database. Um, I'm speaking from complete ignorance here, so forgive me if Mm. I'm wrong, but knowing that, well, is probably something that I should do. If I'm going to use a form plugin, I should probably know how that data is kept. And I'm sure that there's probably third-party add-ons that do encrypt it as it's passing into the database, but I don't know we
1: hit upon this conundrum before talking about it whether stuff that goes into wordpress gets encrypted and a lot of it does but mm. even so still as far as i understand it can be decrypted yeah <laughs> so i think yeah it's probably not not safe i think that's the case with passwords still i think in wordpress if you put them in they can be decrypted
0: yeah i guess if you're working in a in an area where you know the the sensitivity of this data is utterly crucial, you know, maybe you're dealing with, I don't know, oh, let's say you're, you're working for the police or something like that, where there's just no scope for mm. there being problems. My feeling is, I wouldn't probably be turning to WordPress plugins to to access that data, um, or sorry, to, to create that data and store that data in a WordPress database. I'm thinking at that point, I would probably be looking further afield to third party SaaS apps that have you know, yeah. a, a deep understanding of the way that their data is held and stored and can probably give you some assurances as to the way it's encrypted and, and what kind of encryption is in place. And you can shove the blame somewhere else. Well, that's right. <laughs> and that, and you pay them handsomely, presumably for that, the option to blame them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think the big thing for me with the responsibilities of forms is deliverability. Yeah. Um, that's the bit that I hate the most. Um so you must run a, a, up against the the same kind of issues because we're both managing our own servers effectively. So yeah, I, I've never asked you. Do you have a transactional um, email service which is making sure that your emails are getting forwarded from yeah, the do. server?
0: I do. I use I have done for quite a long time now. I use Amazon SES. Oh yes. Um, which I'm very happy with. I seem to get deliverability of more or less everything, and I've got no. I've had no complaints from clients saying that they have a reason to believe that uh, things are getting lost. But, of course, that was in the day before I was expunging things. No sooner had they been um, processed through the form. So this is something I should probably revisit and just periodically get the clients to to fill out a form as a test yeah. and see how it works. And I, I tend to go, when I do this and I test these forms, I do... Um, I go to one of these um, disposable email services online where, you know, you you literally go to the webpage, it creates an email address on the fly and I send things through those so that it's not always going through to to my Gmail account. Um, So I'm trying a a different variety of things. But yeah, I I use Amazon SES, but I know there's a slew of different options and so much big business surrounding the delivery of emails. What do you use? A mailgun. Okay. Um, and
1: I'm quite happy with it. I mean, what I'm happy about is, I mean, I had to do, as soon as I moved to managing my own server, I had no choice really. Mm. Up to that point, I mm. could use an SMPT plugin. Um, but um, yeah, suddenly I needed this deliver. A mailgun was there and it's been fine. And it does give me something which gives me some reassurance. So when a, a client has said they haven't received an, an email, usually on the plan that I've got, at least I can go back. I think up to thirty days and see what's been delivered, what right. it says, and it does say when it's been accepted, when it's been delivered. So I can get a screenshot and say, well, it appears to be working from our end, but after that, you know, I can't tell you. But I'm, you know, I'm never really a hundred percent sure because even when it says delivered, um, I don't know if it's the way that I've set certain things up. Of course, you you've got to be particular about what email you're sending from. That's so right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've had um, I did actually have a client who was um, signed up because they were basically well. To cut a long story short, I got an email from Amazon saying, "Are you aware that this type of email is going out?" There was nothing weird about it. It was just it was promotional, and mm. for for this service, Amazon SES, you're not really supposed to send promotional emails. It's supposed to be transactional. So if they clearly um, see that you're trying to drum up some new business and spraying it to an email list, <laughs> they, yeah. they they see that in a bad light and they threaten to c- cut your account off. Um, in this case, it was a question of just informing the, uh, the the client that they needed to find another solution, which they did. It was no big deal. It was just a misunderstanding of what, what it was capable of. Um, but yeah, I, I really don't have a great deal of insight into which email clients accept things from well, in my case, Amazon SES 100% of the time or how it works. But I've had no great complaints.
1: I mean, I I do need to watch this every so often because I've noticed with Mailgun, because I'm going for a a cheap account um, on it, I don't have a dedicated IP, so it's shared with other people who will abuse the system. Mm. So occasionally you do get blocked. And I've noticed this a lot with UK, particularly with uh, um, BT Internet, which is kind of the British um, telecom uh, internet service they seem to complain they've complained a couple of times over the ip addresses so okay. they're probably on the ball yeah. so you do have to watch out for it because if you're suddenly banned then you don't know um so it, it's quite it's quite a big responsibility i was I still su- like
0: my idea of my hotmail address yeah that's yeah. it <laughs> yeah i was actually quite surprised that amazon had picked this up to be honest because it wasn't that it was missing Crucial things like an, an address at the bottom or a, or a unsubscribe link or anything like that. Mm. It was the content. It was the wording of it. So yeah. I, I don't have a sol- an answer to this. I don't know if it was a human that spotted it or if it was an algorithm that spotted it. Literally, yeah. no idea. But they they did, and and it did transgress their their rules. And so whatever system they've got in place, I, I did get some get some assurance from that because I felt well, they are actually looking at what's going through their network and checking it. So. Props to them, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, with the you spot this a lot, don't you? If you're in any of
1: the forums, as I am with Beaver Builder, um, you often there was a question actually only about a week ago where someone says, you know, my emails have stopped coming. They used to come, and I think it's because a lot of server setups, a lot of hosting will have something on there that will send but things will change with that hosting and then suddenly they, you have to introduce them to the idea that they're going to need a transactional email service or they're going to need an SMPT plugin to make sure that they're going to get that deliverability. Mm. And I see this so often, no one knows this, they install the Installer Forms plugin, it maybe works on their hosting for a while and then stops.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, certainly it's not a good idea to be sending out through PHP mail, through your own IP address, it is, I I, w- I would go as far as to say it's crucial that you set up some third party service even for the you know for the modest amount of emails you might get so in my case Amazon SES is a pay per pay per send model and I think the pricing is crazy cheap I think it's one th- maybe it's a 100 or it's a 1000 emails per US cent I mean for a site well, a modestly yeah. small site you're talking a a handful of dollars for thousands and thousands of emails so economically it doesn't there is no justification for not using something like that i don't know what the pricing is for mail gone i know that quite a few of these services have a fairly substantial free tier where the first i don't know five thousand ten thousand per month come at no cost and then you build uh, a payment plan on top of that yeah I can't help but think, you know, some maybe beginners to
1: WordPress wouldn't wouldn't you be better just saying, "Oh, embed a Google form or something."
0: Right, right. Uh, I, again, if if you want to stay clear of all this, why not go to one of the yeah. go to one of the SaaS apps that does this? And like yeah. say, oh yeah, Google forms Stuff. will do that for free, won't they? That's a good point. Yeah. Then again, exactly. though, you know, if you're accepting data, I'm yeah. sure Google have got that covered, but I could be wrong. I'm Not sure whether I'd be wanting to store confidential stuff in a Google Sheet, I'm not sure. Yeah. So I've really brought down the excitement of forms, haven't oh, I? Oh, you've blown <laughs> it for me. The um the am I'm I'm curious to know actually which SM I'm gonna say this correctly because I noticed that you've said this incorrectly <laughs> twice. SMTP. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh sorry. You said SMPT, which I don't know what that stands for, but um <laughs> what which plugin you're using to connect your WordPress site? I'm currently using The WP Forms one, and I've forgotten what it's called. It might just be called WPSMTP or something like that. But whenever I search for a plugin, I just type in SMTP in the WordPress repo in your you know the plugins the Add New bit, and uh, and that always comes out. It's got a picture of like a pigeon. Yeah,
1: isn't that um, uh, now? Didn't we have a change of ownership on one of the big players here? Didn't it go from Yoast to? Awesome motive. So it became part of
0: um, WP Beginners blogs. They oh. would promote it. I yeah, don't know. Maybe so it sure was a movement. It was definitely own, um, WP Forms, who are the custodians mm. of my SMTP plugin I've just mentioned. They were mm. an awesome motive company. If they, if, I don't know if they are not anymore. I'm not sure. Mm. No, I think uh, WP
1: Forms are. I just thought the ownership of the SMTP. T P plugin. I oh, got it right. Yeah. Yes,
0: yes. Um, <laughs> um, I, I remember they moved. bought duplicate posts, but I can't remember them buying an SMTP. But I, I stand corrected if if you've got something there. Yeah. 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 Don't
1: know. We're yeah. waffling now, aren't we? Um, there is
0: a new one as well, isn't there? That's just come out uh, by the. Fluid Forms folks. Yeah, it's called um, Fluent Forms SM- or Fluent SMTP, I think it is. I'm sure that'll start to make a bit of an inroad. <coughs> Both of these are free, so there's no, there's literally no downside to having it. And it just, you type in your um, username and password, and I think probably the, the port that it's going across and the host IP address. I can't remember what the fields are, but it takes about four seconds to fill out. And then you test it, receive the email, and you can sort of forget about it um, yeah. until it goes wrong, of course, and then refuses to send anything out and doesn't tell you that it's not sending anything out, which is a different different problem altogether. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: do we want to wander into the dangerous territory of kind of comparing the different uh, forms that there
0: are out yeah, there in WordPress? I'm not going to be them. too good in terms of comparison because I've, I've basically only used two throughout my WordPress career but it it sounds like you've had a bit more of an extensive play you've maybe been out for the the sort of shiny object (laughs) syndrome a bit here I don't know I have a bit, but also I did.
1: Uh, I was thinking about doing a kind of video of my own, which was kind of why I chose Gravity Forms. And I started to look into a little bit of the history and, and the kind of positioning of the different forms out there. So I got a, a basic feel for kind of form history. I don't know if it's kind of correct. So, you know, I think when it came to professional use, we came in with Gravity Forms kind of winning out there. It was one of the first that was a kind of commercial forms which many of us were looking for. And then you got the second player, which was kind of ninja forms. And, and it's interesting with both of those, when I've I've listened a little bit to their kind of personal stories from the authors about how they kind of set them up and what they were doing. And it seems pretty clear <laughs> that both really didn't know what they were doing when they set up. <laughs> you know, they didn't they, they didn't expect the success that they've had. Both of these are two big players, Ninja Forms and Gravity Forms. And Ninja Forms kind of followed on, thought, well, why not? We'll do it. We tried to do something a little bit different to what Gravity Forms does. That's their kind of key thing. And didn't expect it. Gravity Forms set it up and got it out there fairly early on, got some help from other people in the community. And they were a nice team. It's still the same team. But again, it's kind of a mystery to them. It was just, I guess, they found the need that was there but so they they are two dominant players but i guess who's come up later they've all had a kind of a purpose for being as far as i can see so wp forms by awesome motive they they kind of went in for the beginners market seeing that it was quite difficult for people to set up those forms and they wanted to to kind of target those people mm. a lot of new people beginners so they've gone down that path formidable forms came out as well they had a kind of slight focus towards the more technical stuff which mm. It's kind of in the ecosystem, really, for Gravity Forms, but they wanted to do stuff so you could do this clever ACF stuff, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, and and that's kind of how I see it's built up. But now we've got new players like Fluent Forms who are kind of taking on everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's um, it's really interesting. Just just the idea that there was a career in a Forms plugin, not, <laughs> yeah. not just for one person, but in 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 this case, we're talking about you know, half a dozen and more, as we'll describe in a minute, different plugins, many of whom have got multiple employees. It's just breathtaking. You know, rewind the clock 12, 15 years when plugins of a commercial nature were probably not really much of a thing. And the idea that you could have said, yeah, you're going to make a, a decent living, quite a nice living, and sell hundreds of thousands of licenses for a form platform for WordPress, it would just be laughable, and yet here we are. They're yeah. they're one of they're probably in the safest market in the WordPress space. I would have thought, because yeah. everybody, apart from, well, no, there is no nobody. I, I would imagine that just about everybody wants the capacity to put a form on their website, even if they're not making use of it, just to have it sitting around in the background. Any yeah. website could do with this, so it's it's a really good business to be in. It's really impressive.
1: And I think the development also reflects the development in WordPress and the type of people that's come to it. So when yeah. Gravity Forms came out, it, it seemed very easy at those times, because if you were wanting to use WordPress as CMS, that was kind of a new concept. You, you were used to fiddling with stuff. So Gravity Forms yeah. seemed really easy to use. But as we've moved through this time and we have more beginners expecting to do more, have page builder like experience, then Gravity Forms looks really kind of awkward. Um, You know, and you can see why all these different things have kind of developed over time. And you can see why certain people like formidable forms have tried to go for that kind of the more complex stuff that people want to do within the same form package. You can kind of see the history of how things have developed with it. But what's interesting to me now is that they're all kind of competing to each other. And, of course, each of their customers demands almost everything that the other ones have. So it's quite
0: quite tricky, yeah, I think. it feels almost like just about all of them are feature, well there's some sort of parity between the features, I mean in some cases one of them will do something that another one might do, like it might have a native integration for a, oh I don't know, an email sending service that another one doesn't have, but that other one will yeah. probably have one that this one doesn't have, and now it seems to be all about the the ease of use. So yeah, the the drag and drop nature of it, the fact that you can reorder things trivially. Um, in the case of Fluent Forms, they've they've also included. and I don't know if this is the case for the, for any of the other solutions. They've also included a a way to make the form look. So there's a there's a part of the UI where you can style the form. So you can mm. I don't know expand the width of the button, change the button colors, round the the corners on the on the text areas and so on and you know change the the way that the the radio buttons look and this kind of stuff and it's all inside every forms settings you've got a unique way of either uploading a previously saved template or just starting from scratch and although the the options are you know constrained Mm. it's not like you can do everything with it you can get a lot done and make it look really nice and also there seems to be a move to to make forms easier to create so with gravity forms, and I don't know if this is still the case. I know that they've got a, a beta program going on. Maybe that's finished already. And maybe they'll include some of this stuff. But you know, the idea mm. that you, you create a, a form and the first step that you go through is mm. to click a button for a pre-made form just like the one you want to use. So it might be a, oh, I don't know, uh, a job application form or a simple contact form or a, I don't know, a a menu recipe, something to go with e-commerce, something like a restaurant might use or something like that. And it's all ready-made and you just click a button and within three seconds, all you've got to do is fiddle with it, not build it from scratch, which is just brilliant. Yeah, I mean, Gravity Forms have had for some time an import facility,
1: and they've got Mm -hmm. a few templates, but very basic ones. I think they still are separating their kind of ground. I think, uh, uh, I guess Gravity Forms can't change much because of the huge ecosystem. I mean, we're talking about, can you imagine anybody making a living out of a Forms? But can you imagine some of these companies that we've got like Gravity Perks and can't remember the names of other ones. Gravity View is another one as well. (laughs) Gravity Views. that's it. There's a few big companies out there who that is their business, making add-ons for
0: a Forms plugin. Yeah, that's incredible. So people making a living... Off of the back of another plugin, that is amazing. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, there are a whole bunch of others which are hard to really place because uh, I kind of see them. This may be unfair as as um, ones that like just to add in. So you mentioned the one that was by WP MU devs. The what was it called? It's, it's called, called Forminator.
0: Forminator. Yeah, Forminator. Yeah. I yeah. think it's doing really well in the repo because they've they've taken the approach that whilst Whilst all of their plugins have a commercial angle, and you have to sign up for their membership in order to make use of the, you know, the the, the more um, interesting features. So we say all of the the edge case features. The apparently the free version is is amazingly feature rich. So that right. that is actually one to look at. You know, if you're not prepared to spend on a license for a form, I would imagine that uh, Forminator is probably quite a good one to look at in the WordPress repo. And I think it'll probably do. The vast majority of what you want for no cost, which is great. Yeah.
1: And uh, there are, I mean, there's one that has now been bought by the Ninja Forms folks, which is Caldera. Yep. Which um, the guy behind that, I've seen him on a few interviews, really nice guy. And he's kind of always said that, you know, against these big players, he has to do something different. And I think that was Ninja Form's idea is to do something a little bit different from what was in there. So now they're kind of grouped together. But it does seem like we've got a lot of forms out there. There's a few free ones. I I was looking around earlier. There's one called Simple Basic Contact Form, a freebie out there. Um, There's one obviously in Jetpack. Yeah. So you've got form there. There's another company which produces a lot of different plugins and uh, and they do you know, Wii Forms. They've got Wii Everything, I think. Yeah. Um, Wii, same I, think, folks. I think their company is WeDev. Dev. We Dev, yeah. And and I've discovered one I'd never seen before, which is Everest Forms. I've never even never. heard of that one. That's on the repo, is it? Yeah, it's on the repo, and I'm just going to have to have a quick check now to see how many people are using it, because I think it was a surprise to me. Uh, Yeah, 100,000 people are using that, and I never
0: heard of it. Good Lord. I know. a 100,000. No, it's by a company called WP Everest, 100,000-plus activations, so it could be significantly higher, and it was updated a week ago, and it's got really good reviews. (laughs) I know it's incredible. I mm. just keep finding forms all over the place. And one that
1: really caught a lot of people's attention was happy forms. Um, and uh, that done again, you know, kind of, I suppose, trying to hit the same market as maybe WP forms was in the sense that it was trying to build that kind of page builder side to things. So it was really exciting because it was so easy to use if you were a beginner Um, with that but I think with them they've had difficulty with their positioning because Mm. a lot of people might jump onto it then will be saying well it doesn't do this and it doesn't do that and maybe it never intended to it was meant to be for beginners so Mm. you know it's I think it's really difficult for all the competition out there to find their kind of place because we we users (laughs) we jump on board with something
0: and then our demands change over time don't they Uh, also you it's a bit like when you sign up for a bank you know the banks are so pleased to sign people up because they know that in i don't know 50 60 70 percent of the cases that's it you're there for life because it's yeah. just so much effort to to change banks actually that's now changed in the uk it's trivially easy but um up until recently it was really hard you had to you know contact every company that was that was paying that you were paying out of from that account and so on it's similar to this once you've become because there's so much riding on the forms on all of the different websites that you've got and also you've learned all the tricks of yeah. how to, to make those forms work. So in the case of Gravity Forms, you've probably built up a little stack of CSS that you've used and deployed to make the forms look nice and put things in different columns. Or you've learned the UI and you know exactly where to put the mouse to get the exact form and where, it, where the conditional logic button is and all that. You, 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 once you've settled on something, you are going to mm. stick around. Um, mm. or at least that's that's the case for me you know having only really used two I could have tried mm. every one of these and I probably would have enjoyed every one of them for certain things but once I found something that I liked you just sort yeah. of stay around because yeah. there's so much riding on it
1: and I think you know it it's quite a difficult business to get in. I think um, I think it's fine to mention this. I mean, Happy Forms—they a lot of people turned against them because they took stuff away from their free offering because they misjudged their kind of pricing with it. Mm. And um, I mean, since they've been trying to build up a lot of trust around their name for doing that, because it you know it does get you a lot of bad reviews. But I, I did notice also there was one. I don't know if you've encountered this W S Forms, and no. It looks absolutely amazing it seems to do everything there's a YouTube video that was going around where it says does your form builder do this and it looked absolutely wonderful and I looked at it and it got uh, reviews genuine reviews from people like Chris Lemmer Corey Ashton who's a big uh, promote who was a big promoter of Gravity Forms and even Elliot Corden who I would trust And I don't know what happened to this one because it's only got something like 200 plus installs on the repository with all those people behind it. And it looks amazing. So I don't know what went wrong with that one, but it just shows you how perhaps volatile the whole uh, forms market is
0: with having so many. Or really just a testament to good marketing on behalf of the other people. I mean, (laughs) I actually think that the Gravity Forms marketing kind of basically didn't exist because they were in such a dominant position. But yeah. I've noticed in the last six months, they've really made more of an effort. I'm actually getting promotional material from Gravity Forms, where I wasn't yeah. before. And they're creating blog posts like they never used to before. And they're, the, the, the sort of branding around Gravity Forms has been significantly updated. So yeah. I feel that this space is so saturated with so many different options that it doesn't matter how good the tech is. So in the case, this one that you mentioned, that's only got 200 installs, WS forms, it might be the best solution for just about everything. And certainly, you know, from everything that you've just said, it sounds like something we should all be looking at. Maybe they're just lousy at marketing, you know, and the fact that nobody's heard about them is a testament to how good the other people are at saturating that space with their own messages. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a much of the
1: success in WordPress now comes down to marketing. I think Gravity Forms, I mean, for me, I'll be one of those kind of people who stick with it because I know it. It's Yes, it's a little bit clunky and some other stuff, uh, some other competitors out there offer other stuff. But then it it does, it's got a long history of knowing who it needs to serve. It's got a big ecosystem that is going to... uh watch out for it to make sure they can't really move too much. They can't make it into a rubbish plug-in, can they? Because too many people are watching it all the time and depend on it. So I think some of the, you know, the good coding stuff that will go with gravity forms will always be there unless it unless it really does get overtaken by all the competitors. So
0: Yeah. yeah. Watch this space. I mean I I don't see it as a, a slam dunk that gravity forms will be around forever and a day. I'm I mean I'm sure that it'll it'll take Quite a lot to knock it off its perch, but I I I do think some of these other players are beginning to chip away. um, Yes, because Um, I can see them everywhere. You know, they're in social media. They've got their successful Facebook groups. They're creating other products which are compatible with what they do. So, in the case of Fluent Forms, they've they've got this free SMTP plugin which we mentioned, but they've also got this CRM, which obviously is. Supremely useful on you've got the form side to capture the data, and then you've got the c r m side to to hold the data you know caveat emptor everything we said a moment ago about security and making sure that data's safe um but having having all of those different things in a much bigger ecosystem make it make it quite desirable, which of course gravity forms has with all of the third party plugins that you can you can buy to wrangle the stuff that gravity forms sucks in,
1: yeah yeah. It's not. It's definitely not a cheap approach. I think probably people who are successful at marketing are obviously uh, Awesome Motive who mm. own WP Forms. And that's taken off again. You know, a, a lot of what helps these along, including Gravity Forms from the beginning, is the lifetime deals that a lot of people pick up. Mm. But, I mean, they, they are excellent at marketing because with running the most successful blog in the WordPress space, uh, wp beginners that's a good start and with only so many other products it's yeah. easy to uh, to feature the forms but with their stuff it's always pretty well made isn't it they always get good developers yeah you know?
0: yeah i mean i've i've just got no complaints about the, the two form solutions that i've tried um i'm certainly mm. going to link to all of these different form plugins in the show notes every single one that we mentioned i'll try to find the the most appropriate link for it um in most cases, that'll probably be the WordPress repo, and then you can find the link from there. Um, if they've got a premium version, but uh, yeah, so much stuff, really, just fascinating. I, I would not, I would not like to be myself a plugin developer in this space, just because I feel it's that it is so saturated. I can't think of anything else, any other plugin area mm-hmm. where there is so much competition. You know, forms seems to be the one that not only shifts a lot of product, but also there's a lot of competition out there and it must, it must be hard to keep up. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. So okay. do you think we've done forms? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, so yeah, I think so. Did, so next time in a couple of weeks, we'll be doing the letter letter G, G- but we're not entirely sure what that means. Yet. <laughs>
1: yeah, we've got to argue which one we're going to go with. Yeah, Actually, G-, G is for something
0: anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okey-doke. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for that. Nice chat. Well, as always, a fascinating chat with David Wormsley. It's always so interesting talking about these subjects. Something seemingly on the surface as banal as forms can offer so much, so much choice in the WordPress space. So much competition for features and different types of plugins that you can install in your WordPress website. If you've got an opinion on this, head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook. That's a link to our Facebook group. You can leave a comment in the thread there. Alternatively, find it on wpbuilds.com. It is episode number 120 in our podcast archive, which you can find in the archives menu at the top. Let us know what you think. Let us know which plugin you choose and why you've chosen it. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by Cloudways. Cloudways is a managed cloud hosting platform that ensures simplicity, performance and security. It offers cloud servers from five different cloud providers that you can manage through its intuitive platform. Some features include 24-7 support, free migrations and dedicated firewalls. It was also brought to you by A-B Split Test. Do you want to set up your A-B split test in record time, like in a couple of minutes? The new A-B split test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and you can test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, really anything. And the best part is it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. You can check it out and get a free demo. That's at absplittest.com. OK, thanks for listening once more. We will be back next Thursday for a podcast episode. But because we've just had an episode with David Wormsley, we flip and flop. Next week will be an interview episode and I'll have some notable WordPress plugin author or theme author or something like that on next week and then in a couple of weeks time it'll be back to David Wormsley no doubt talking about the letter G because that is next in the alphabet. Join us on Monday wpbuilds.com forward slash live 2pm UK time where we're going to be having some notable WordPress guests live on the show and we always enjoy it when people come in and comment and then we publish that repurpose it into a video and also into our RSS feed for our podcast listeners that comes out on a Tuesday along with our newsletter. So you can subscribe to that as well. All of that can be done at wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. Okay, that's it for this week. I hope that you enjoyed this show. I certainly enjoy making it each and every week. If you've Got any comments? Please let us know what you think. We will be back next week. Have a good week. Stay safe. I'm going to fade in some cheesy music and say bye bye for now.